grace and peace to you from God and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home, children of God. Welcome home. A very warm welcome to you to this digital service of worship, especially from all the saints and sinners of Trunold Parish Church. And we're greeting this morning our friends from Houston and Kalel and Kirk as well. As we prepare our hearts and minds now to worship God, let's remember that all of our choices for God are always trumped by God's choice for us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us pray. You come to us early in the morning, wind howling, waves crashing, the world unraveling around us. You come to us walking on the water, proclaiming peace when we feel anything but peaceful. Somewhere in our fear, in our finitude, we decided that we must be water walkers to earn your love. Forgive us when we step out of the boat to test ourselves, to test you, to shore up our faith, our egos, our fear. You do not call us out to test our faith, you call us out in love, to be love, and you are ever by our side. Comfort us when the waves rock the boat. Steady us when the wind is up and our guard is down. Challenge us to live our faith from grace's perspective, knowing you match our steps, stride by stormy stride. Amen. <laughs>
This morning's Gospel reading is St. Matthew, chapter 14, verses 22 to 33, Walking on the Sea. Then he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was many furlongs distant from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately he spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, have no fear. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, bid me come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, O man of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord. No matter how good we are at walking on water, one day we'll start to sink. Failure is a part of being alive. And no matter how firm or fragile our faith, one day the waves will soak our legs and the terror will break through any vision we think we have of Christ and we will start to sink. This isn't to me a story about being called to walk on water. If anything, it's a story about a God who understands our frailty and in the midst of that brokenness, loves us towards a different kind of wholeness. Now, even pushing aside the special effects, we can get caught and bogged down in what seems to be Jesus rebuking and chastising Peter. It's undoubtedly a singular teaching moment in Peter's life. You of little faith, why did you doubt, scolds the NRSV. Another version even harangues, you man of weak faith, why did you begin to have doubts? However, there is a great leeway and a graciousness in the Greek. Given the intimacy of the moment and the immediacy of Jesus' help, a more pastoral tone seems to be in order. Little one, he says, you lack confidence in me. Is this what has caused you to waver? It matches the words of comfort that Jesus has already spoken from the midst of the storm. Be encouraged. It is me and do not be afraid. This isn't a story about imperfect faith. Certainly not a story about transactional grace. Sooner or later, we all sink like a rock. Still, Jesus chooses to build the church with waterlogged stones. 
grace isn't dependent upon your ability to work on water. Jesus acknowledges the storm. He recognizes and validates the fear that Peter and the disciples have. And he encourages the exuberant Peter to test. Mm, Not to test at all. To walk. And then he stands with Peter in the midst of the storm. God is a water walker who weathers the storms for us and with us. God is a water walker who never abandons us when the going gets tough. God is a water walker whose love enables the impossible among the improbable. Jesus isn't making an object lesson out of Peter's passion. God has little interest in such transactional relationships. Our choices for God are always trumped by God's choice for us in Jesus Christ. Such spiritual truth is simultaneously humbling and encouraging. Our hope, our strength, our joy is found in God. Now it's great to walk on water, but it's not proof of faith or strength or of goodness. In a boat, out of a boat, or safe on the shore, God's grace is for us all. This is a story about grace and God's steadfast loving kindness. Everything else flows from that. This is a story that says whatever storm you are facing, God is with you. Whatever hidden strength, hidden hope, God is calling you in love, come. Whatever your struggle, if you're struggling to stay afloat, to stay sober, to stay awake, whatever your storm, God isn't calling you to perfectly walk on water. Our God is with us in the midst of the storm and God wades right in and fear, it finally has no hold. Hallelujah. Amen.
Friends, let us pray. For the days that the sound of the sea is more like rock and roll than the blue Danube, walk to us, God, over the wind and the waves, when the uncertainty and incivility crash and blow about us, and we choose the immediacy of partisan politics over the pastoral, patient presence of your coming kingdom. Call to us your peace, O God. Over the wind and waves as hidden hurricanes lay waste to our souls, while outwardly we stroll in that eye of the storm, walk with us, God, through the wind and the waves. In the threatening threshold of dawn's uncertainty, may your voice roll upon the waters and fill our hearts with peace and our heads with courageous kindness. Unlink our courage and commitment from our need for success. Disconnect the assurance of your incarnation from the perfection of our faith. Make us bold in our loving, less afraid of failure, and more accepting of that dynamic dance between faith and doubt, wind and waves, life and eternity. And so help us to pray. As Christ Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now, friends, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with us all, now and beyond forever. Amen.